It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's weekend eve, Thursday night. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Hi. Comment ça va? How I, are you? I am very well. That is our French romantic. Can you tell? <laughs> we are all love dating and romance on this show, and we love giving advice. Yes. We love hearing your questions. We love hearing your comments on everything we talk about. So I want to open the phone lines tonight, Simon, 855 905 Eight two five five. I want to jump into people's questions mm-hmm. about their love lives, and uh, we're going to try to help you the best we can. We are not professionals, we are not doctors, but we are people that are uh, have life experience, and we just want to hash it out with you as friends. Good old common sense. Good old common sense, and we'll figure it out together. So whatever is on your mind, let us know. Uh, we're going to get into it next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, 855-905-8255. We want to hear what's going on in your relationship. Yes. If you have questions, if you need advice, your buddies, Simon and Angie, here to help you out. So let's pick up the line in Stratmore, Colorado on My99.9. Here's Amy. Hey, Amy. Hey, Amy. Bonjour. <laughs> Bonjour. Hi, guys. Bon- Hi. Hi. So I see that you need some advice. What's going on, Amy? Okay, I I am fuming about this situation. Um, I just celebrated my 30th birthday. and Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, dirty, dirty 30. I like it. Dirty 30. Oh, All right. Um, for me, it was kind of a big deal. Um, I've been through a lot in my life, and I am married now, and my husband gave me the most ridiculous gift, and I just... I, I'm just super upset about it. What? What? What, what was what a the gift? Coupon binder. A coupon binder? That's practical. Uh, wait a minute, Simon. <laughs> what is a coupon binder for those that don't know, like me? What is that? Okay, I'm like a big couponer. Like when I go to grocery stores, I always find the best deals and cut coupons from. Oh, so like you could be on that show, like the my coupon obsession crazy coupon lady show. Yeah, I'm not that extreme as okay. the TV shows, but I i mean, I do like a coupon or two. So he got you a trapper keeper for your coupons? Pretty much, yeah. And, oh, no. Um, so you open the present. What is your reaction? Oh, what is this? <laughs> what did he say? It's hard not to laugh. He, he, he was, like, proud of himself. He was like... This is a coupon binder. It's so you can store all your coupons in it by category. And I was oh like, okay, oh, thanks. Bl- and I'm expecting like, okay, you know, this is like a joke. Like there's something else to go with it. No, that was the only gift for my 30th birthday. That's where the problem is. I'm super upset about this. Like, do have I you bring said anything? up? Oh, okay. You haven't brought it up yet. Simon, what should she do? I think you have to have a conversation, Amy. Why would you not tell him how you feel? One thing we all should do is explain each other how we feel. Express our feelings because otherwise they fester. How do we know? We and, all make mistakes. Right. We need to hear. He needs to hear from you, Amy, how you felt, what you were expecting. And so that next time he doesn't do the mistake again. He doesn't make right. that mistake again. It's all good. There's, we all make mistakes. I've made so many mistakes. So thank God people can say, you know what? This is wrong. This is what I expected. And when you hold in your feelings, you know what happens. Like, 
a week from now, your husband's going to like spill a little milk somewhere and you're going to freak the heck out and be like, how dare you spill milk? And blah, 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 blah. And be, where is this coming from? The binder. Hi. Yes. You know, you're going to start fights and you're going to like have this thing. Every little thing is going to bug you about him. And all you're thinking about is this binder. And it's, it's going to be a projection of how mad you are about something else. So, oh my god! Like just to hear you even say like a binder—that's what he got. A me. binder. Oh but, Does he typically give like crappy gifts, or is this out of the blue? You know, he's honestly not the best gift giver. But I mean, like I said before, he is so proud of himself for this one. So he probably well, thought he was doing the right thing. That's the thing. The fact that he was proud of himself, he probably thought. It's you a know, home run. He thought, some guys are clueless. Come on. Most guys are clueless. If he's a good we, oh, husband. You know, he loves you. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, but I think you need to teach him. We we need to learn those things. Yeah. I mean, really, Amy, you should ask yourself, why I have not told him yet? And I'm glad you called us. Now it's time for a good conversation. Yeah. We teach people how to treat us. You got to teach them. That's not the cool gift to give. Absolutely. So just tell him. Do it in a sweet way. Be like, babe, I want this binder that you got at Walgreens right on your way home from work. Take it back. Thank you. Bye. I don't take it back. No, don't say take it back. No, but take it back. I would like a, a real do better. present. Do better. I mean, it's still practical to have one. Uh, Amy, good luck. I hope for birthday 31, he shows up oh, he the right will. way. But he won't unless you say something, is what it, Simon has said. It's on you, Amy. It's on you to teach him what you like, what you expect, and for next year to be fabulous. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thanks for calling the rendezvous. More with Simon and Angie next. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Um, we just had a great call from Amy. Said she got the worst gift ever for her 30th birthday, a binder for her coupons. For the coupons. And Jill was asking us, our executive producer, if we have bad gifts. I can't think of one, but you said you, Jill, had one yourself. Did you ever have a bad gift from a lover? Yes. <laughs> I actually got a gift card from Best Buy. And What? Yeah, like literally, I don't even know why he would think I would want anything from Best Buy. But uh, I were you in need of a television nothing. or anything? No, uh, uh-uh, there was nothing. So that was a gift card for him. Yeah, and I, what I did is I actually marched him back to the store and made him return it. Yeah, hold he on. He never got Let me. Let me stand up right now. High five, Jill. Thank yeah. you. you. Thank I you. I sure did. How what? much was the gift card? Like a hundred dollars or something. A hundred dollars? What do you buy at Best Buy for a hundred dollars? Exactly. A few DVDs? A yeah. hair like dryer. He, a hair dryer. You can, can't get a good one for $100 no, anyway. No. She could not get a TV. I don't even know if you could get so a mouse at that point. Chill, like what? Let, let's just get, so how long were you with this man when oh. that happened? Oh, let me see. Nine years. Oh, what? Okay. Yeah, it was a last minute gift. Best Buy was the only thing open. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's what he did. No, it wasn't even Best Buy. He was probably at like the grocery store <laughs> well, where they sell right. the tree. You know, the tree this of is... gift cards. And you're like, who? Toys R Us? No, that's not going to work. <laughs> um, AMC movie gift card. Oh, Best Buy. Everybody loves Best Buy. Yep. No. In the Olympics of bad gift, he gets the gold medal. Thank you. I, I mean, agree. okay, now I he okay. might get the silver. Amy, our last caller, that's a gold medal. That's a the, binder. The binder for the couponing? Bi- any well, kind of binder. I, yeah, but I case. at least could find something I want at Best Buy, but the binder, but, but that's bad. But Why please. do you give gift to make your partner happy? No other reason. So to make th- your partner happy. If, if you're not able to know what makes your partner happy, Thank you. Houston, we have a problem. We have a problem. Big time. All right, more of the rendezvous when we come back. Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Um, Simon. Angie. We have an email here specifically for you. It's a bonjour, Simon Marcel advice question. Mm -hmm. This comes from Stephanie. 
She's listening on the iHeartRadio app. Just search Simon and Andrea. Thank you very much for listening on the app. Um, She says, bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonjour, Stephanie. Ever since my ex broke up with me two years ago, Mm -hmm. I can't go on a date with someone without comparing them to him. I go out with great guys, but in one way or another, they just don't compare. My question is, how can I stop doing that so that I can be open to a new guy, a new relationship? Simon... This is tough when you, she's still hung up, obviously. But what advice do you give to Stephanie about how to move on and stop comparing? Stephanie, first of all, thanks for the email. When it comes to comparing, what you really do is reminisce about the past. What are you missing? So what you need to do is do a list on a notebook or on a piece of paper of all the things you miss. Put it out there once and for all. So all the things you miss about him, have it in front of you. So there is the idealization of what he was. That's why you compare. He was so great at this, so great at that. I feel like it's idealizing. It's romanticizing. It's it's the idealization creates a sense of romance, Angie. Mm -hmm. But, But Stephanie, so really I want you to go back and then put it in real terms, in real words, with memories and stories next to it. And every time a new story, you write the story down. Because the way to get rid of the past is to talk about it. And talk about it until it's over. Okay, Simon, I, I, I like your advice. I have questions about your advice, though. Okay. I want to talk more about getting over yes. the X and moving on next on The Rendezvous. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We just had an email that came in for you, Simon, a bonjour, mm-hmm. Simon Marcel email that came in to simonandangie.com from Stephanie saying, hey, I've been broken up with my ex for two years. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to date. I have this problem of comparing everybody to my ex and your advice was write down the things you liked the, the things you miss about him uh-huh. the stories and every time just like you do when I go to my shrink for instance then I would when I was heartbroken at the time talk about my ex over and over and I would say to my shrink don't I repeat myself all the time and he told me it's the only way to evolve you repeat 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 and one day it's healed without repetition there is no evolution do you feel like Simon and, so, um, and, I, and I like that advice it worked for me yeah okay and so that so worked for you if you don't have a shrink I want Stephanie to write it down on a notebook over and over all and the she, feelings yes yeah, she should so keep comes, looking at it yes until one day she won't be wanting to look at it anymore. Do you feel like after two years that that's still overanalyzing something that happened? Maybe if you write down the things you liked about somebody two years ago, now we're romanticizing because we're forgetting about why we're not together. We're forgetting about the bad things and we're forgetting about the things that broke us up. So, well, meaning, have you been in a relationship where mm-hmm. you broke up? Yes. And you really liked that person. Something was great about them. It didn't end well, whatever it is. But then, like, a few months later, you're like, oh, I want them back. And you really want to call them. And you really, because you start to remember only the good things. Yes. And the good things are what brings you back to this relationship that you should not be in anymore. So I'm afraid that if you keep looking at only the good, that you're going to go back to a bad relationship. And because you're forgetting the bad. But if you don't do the work, you don't evolve. So she, uh, Stephanie has not done yet the work of putting down. It's been two uh, years. But she hasn't done the work. Okay. You can spend 10 years unless you start doing the work. You've done nothing. But the time doesn't heal you in that sense. You have to expel from you the emotions, good and bad. That's why they tell you to write a, a letter to your ex, never send it, burn it, do whatever. That's, that's the work. Mm-hmm. So you have to write this story again, over again. And one day you look at those pages and oh, I've said that and a million times. you're and over it. You're over it. I want Stephanie to expel from her her regrets, her bad hopes, and the anger. 
and she has to do it on paper so it comes out of her once and for all. That is so romantic. It's such a movie, isn't it? And and my advice would be like, you know, not romantic and say the best way to get over someone is to get under someone else. And that is just also romantic. move on with your life. That is and you'll forget. <laughs> you know, you're saying put it in a book, I'm saying put it in your bed and all will be okay. Both, are, both <laughs> of our advice. and I like that. Because she likes the bad idea. <laughs> both of our ideas are good. But can we do both? Certainly. You can yes, write and you can still make helps. love. Okay, good. Right? I like this segment. I've never said you have to be absent like or celibate while you write the notebook. Well, okay, good. I'm you glad know, you're Angie, not saying that because I, I feel like you're telling her to sit with wine and a cat and be like, oh, he was so no, great. I, he was so great. No, he was so great. No, it just, I, mm-hmm. I, I just good. remember how we idealize... We do, and we romanticize. Exactly. And we forget the the bad. The person is gone, so Mm. then put it down in paper, and then he comes back. But you have to expel. Expel? Do the work. Expel, Stephanie. Do the work, girl. Do the work. You know? Do the work, Stephanie. You got some work to do. That too. Thank you so much for writing into the rendezvous. Thank you so much for uh, doing your bonjour summit, Marcel. Thank you very much. I know you want a romantic advice, but sometimes I have to like jump in and be like, we love you. I mean, listen, it's good advice, romantic (laughs) too, actually. Yes. All right, more of the rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. I'm laughing because just off the air, um, we were talking about how to get over somebody that you can't get over and how it's good to write it down. Simon, that was your advice. And I said, it's good to write it down. Don't send it. Don't send it. Throw it in the fire. When it's over, yes. Let's see what Jill did with her letter that she wrote. What'd you do, Jill? Well, first of all, I bought a thank you card. It was a thank you card. Oh, that is not petty at all. And then it, when you opened it, it said, thank you for ruining our relationship. Because he cheated on me with my best friend. Shame. I was like, I Chill. thought you were, I were a, a nice human being. I loved you. And you <laughs> threw it all away. And it was one night with my best friend. Now I can't even look at her. Thank you for destroying uh-huh. everything. I did it. Uh, did you and feel I better? put a stamp on it, uh-huh. put it right in the mail. and I But went. did he say anything? Yeah. He said, oh, I got your letter. Thank you for that. It made me feel like garbage. Because you wanted to hear hey. something. But- this is a very different thing than somebody missing somebody. Gia was very upset at him. She was, was. not. You don't, you, and do you? You never missed him after that. But you're supposed no. to act That's like you don't care. That's the best revenge. I don't care. I'm fine. But she got to anger. Then you go out on Instagram and you show pictures of you and hot dudes <laughs> and like hope that he's still but, following because you know he's creeping no. your Instagram. So you show pictures but, of you and the hottest guy you've ever seen. Even if you don't know that guy, you walk up to him and say, "Oh my God, you're the most beautiful man I've ever seen. Can I take a picture <laughs> with you?" And then you post it on the no. gram and you say, "New boo who this?" And then you know he's looking at your grandma. Like, oh my no, god. But that's you know, but I, I it's one way, but what what Jill did great, no unspoken. She addressed no, she it. spoke. Yeah, she oh, spoke. Yeah. No there was a unspoken. Lot of spoken. Yeah. And yeah. and I think if more people would do what Jill did in those matters, that would help. Because why oh. pretend to say it like it is? Thank you. Why I'll tell you why. I will tell you playing. why. Tell because why. I had a guy pull a Jill on me in one way and I was like, this dude is psycho. And I'll oh. tell you, because what he did was way we more need, psycho. So we need to hear that story. You're only lightweight psycho. I want to hear right, your story. All right, more of the rendezvous next. Welcome back. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships. We've been talking about... Um, Closure, mm-hmm. I guess it would be, um, in a relationship. You know, this stemmed from an email earlier um, from a listener who said, "I cannot stop comparing every guy I date to my ex." Um, and then we talked to our amazing producer Jill, <laughs> who said, "Hey, I because Simon, you gave the advice like write down all these things, right? All your emotions, right? The good and the bad, and keep it in your notebook until you have 
finish right. the process. You didn't say send it. No, to, I never said any. send it. So I love Jill but, but, because Jill said I wrote all these things down and then I sent it to him. Only negative things. Which I get the petty. I love that so much. However, it happened to me in the opposite way. Exactly what happened, Angie. So I was when I was living in Minneapolis, I was sort of like lightweight dating this guy. I moved to Philadelphia where I worked with Jill. Um, about a month later, I got this manila envelope in the mail. And when I opened it, all it was was a whole bunch of ripped up pictures of me and the dude. Wow. And no card, no note, no nothing. It was the most passive aggressive, petty, like weirdo move I've ever seen in my life, which was basically like, you are so hurt by this right now. And and to me, all I thought in that moment was, yo, this is a little extra. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. But what Jill did by sending a note. By getting that, a thank you card and saying thank and you saying, for thank screwing you. up everything. I, I don't ever. think that's crazy. But I, I it's think, not crazy, and I get it, but you can see how um, someone that has an axe to grind would say, see, this looks crazy. It, but, it, but it validates him. But Jill felt better. Well, that's all that matters. Exactly. And Jill's doing better. Holler. Would you do it again, Jill? Hell yes. In a second. See? That's what I'm talking Don't about. Don't ever I, lose that. See Don't that? Ever, that's why Jill's amazing. Yeah. All right, more of the rendezvous. Um, I want to open up the lines to 855-905-8255. Let's get some people that need our advice, Simon, next. Mm-hmm. This is the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships, all of it. We want to talk to you about it. We want to give you some advice from our French romantic, Simon mm-hmm. Marcel. And you, you are American realist. It's like it's a bit like sugar and spice. It in is a way. sugar and spice. That's and a I. great way of saying right. it. Which one is sugar? I am. Oh, you the spicy I one. I can't be both. <laughs> I'm kidding. But I think you're the, you, you, you are the sugar. You, I am the spice. I think so. But we're both nice, and we'll try to That's help true. you so much with your relationship. So let's go to the line, Simon eight five five nine zero five eight two five five. Advice lines are open. Let's pick up uh, West Milford, New Jersey, on. Max1063 listening in is Brian. Hey, Brian. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Bonjour. We're great. How's it going? Thanks for calling the rendezvous. What's going on? Well, um, I am now 35. Um, mm-hmm. I started going out with my girlfriend at 30, so we've been together five years. And uh, I always wanted kind of a kid, and uh, she wasn't too sure. But the last say, year or two, we've been thinking a lot about it, and now we're at that point. And I find myself kind of reflecting back and wondering, uh, A, if we're ready, um, you know, are there certain things that you should have in your life or where you, you should be work-wise, where you feel, I mean, I know everybody says you can never be ready to have a baby. But okay. You're 35. Oh. Is your is your girlfriend also 35? Yeah, we're the same age. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you this, Brian. Um, I had a baby at 30. Mm-hmm. Um okay. If I would have gotten pregnant at 20, at 30, at 40, I'm, I'm 44 now, I don't know that there's ever a right time. Because it's one of those things like, let's say you're about to buy a house. Oh my gosh, can I afford this house? I'm not ready for all this commitment. It's a big commitment. Whenever you do something on that level, it's a big deal. I'm not comparing a baby to a house. It's apples and oranges. <laughs> However, I'm saying a commitment of that magnitude, like, am I ready to get married? Am I ready to have a baby? Am I ready? is such a looming question on life decisions. And 
the answer is yes and no. Like, you're never ready and you're always ready. Babies are crazy. I mean, I love being a mother, but there's a billion things that you think you're going to be ready for that once you become a parent, you're like, I wasn't ready for this. There's going to be a million surprises in any huge decision you make. So... You have to think about your relationship. Is your relationship ready is the question. Yeah, we're ready for a lot of things. We're about to do the house thing and, you know, going to do the marriage thing at some point. And it's, I'm glad you brought it up because that was actually where I was at. It seemed like it was just adding one more thing to it. But I know we can't wait until we're, you just can't wait until you're ready because it feels like you're never going to be but 100%. You'll never be, let, let's, yeah. let's reverse it for a second. Let's say the baby is an angel in the sky looking down. Where do you think he wants to land? He wants to land in a stable home with stable parents. If you consider you and your wife stable enough, especially mentally, emotionally, and responsible enough, this baby is going to want to be with you. So I can't answer for you, but I just thought if I was the baby, the angel in the sky, and somebody said, you know, where would you want to be? Welcome. I would want to be just in in a stable home. And I love that the non-parent just said that. You know, I'm a parent and I'm I'm saying to you, and that's why I left it with, is your relationship ready? Because it's really about, are you the best parents that you can be? Because Simon is right. You don't want to have a child. Here's how you're not ready. If your relationship okay. is unstable, if you guys are fighting all the time, if you're wondering if you should be together, if you think that there's not a future, then you're not ready because try to do the best you can. If mom and dad are not happy, baby is not happy, right? So I come from a broken family. I know how that goes. So you know where you're at in your relationship. If you feel that you're going to take that step and get married, you're going to get the house, then yeah, like... Yeah, stability is what we, the kids, everybody wants to have. You can't grow without stability. Mm -hmm. It's not a matter of how rich. It's not about, no. It's, uh, It's mental, emotional, Things that come and walk. There's up. people with no money that have babies that are amazing parents. There's uh, people with a abs- billion dollars that are horrible absolutely. parents. Money is not the so, thing; it's the environment. No, I appreciate that. I think uh, I'm feeling good because I know I'm stable. Now everything else is in line. I, I, is the relationship stable? You guys are happy. Everything's good. Yeah, there's nothing I can think of that's okay. on the bad side. Which Perfect. Is why it made sense to do it, but Perfect. You know, the human nature starts. Of course, it's a big well, life change. But yeah. TikTok, because Mama ain't getting any younger. Thirty-five. Let's yeah, go, exactly. if you guys. Want, exactly. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Hey, we wish you the best of luck. Good Absolutely. luck on the baby, on the relationship, on everything. And mm-hmm. let us know how it goes. We want to hear a I rendezvous will. baby so in the much. future. Yes, thank you. All right, more with Simon and Angie next. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We just had a great call um, from Brian. Mm -hmm. Said, I've been with my girl five years. We're both 35 years old. We're ready to make that next step and have a baby. How do I know? I'm getting, like, I'm weirded out. Am I ready? I loved what you said, Simon. Thank you. Because as, you know, a baby comes into the earth, we don't have a choice of who our parents are. Sometimes we're blessed with amazing lives, amazing parents. Sometimes we're stuck in horrible conditions. We try to do the best we can. And remind everybody what you said. So I said, imagine that all the babies were angels looking at us from the sky. And before you have this baby said, I wonder if I was the baby looking down, do I want to be welcomed by these parents, this family right here? Because I really think, Angie, looking, it's, it came to my mind, just that last call, that, you know, we make the babies, they don't make us. And then really, let's, let's switch to thinking. Let's just think, before we have any babies, is that where this baby want to be? Right. Brought up, educated, 
uh, is my wife and I stable? Is is there love in the house or hate in the house? Or, and you might be a single person adopting and, a baby. And, and Am I going to give them the best life that I can? Uh, do I have enough to give this child on my own? Am I going to teach them well? Am I going to make them strong and show them good relationship I'll, life You know, examples of strong people? Like I'll Just say, love. love. Love is what's really needed and it, here. And all it takes is one person, one strong person. That's it. That's it. It's, so no matter what and how much fire there is in the house, this baby is safe. On that one person tip, because there are so many singles that adopt, and I love, love, love it. There are so many singles that are like, ah, I just i am going to have a baby because I want to be a mother, I want to be a father, whatever it is. I grew up basically with a single, with a mom, mm-hmm. one person. Is it good? Is it bad? What does it mean for your life when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie? Welcome back. It's the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Um, Talking about, we're going off of a a call we had earlier, am I ready to have a baby? The the answer to that is how stable is the home that this baby is coming to? Not are you ready, but is your home, your environment, your your way to provide stable enough for the baby? Mm -hmm. I grew up in a home where I never had a dad, Mm -hmm. okay? Um, There was a dad in in and out. I had like 14 different stepdads. I moved around all the time. The one constant... Mm -hmm was my mother, who loved me, mm-hmm. showed me how to love, showed me how to be uh, a caring human being, showed me how to hustle, how to be smart, how to have an ethic about work and love. That's all I needed. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter that I didn't have this nuclear family of two people. I know you came from an amazing, loving um, family where your parents are still together to this day. Yeah. The fact remains that you had love and you had someone teach you if it would have just been your mother if it would have just been your father do you think you would have been the same person no no i I would have had a good life double the love is always better than just one well i mean the more love the better right but you would have survived oh you would have been simon you would have been you but i don't know i think angie that having both is better having one is enough the sad part is sometimes you don't have zero and that's a different story that's why uh, it's key to remember that love, that's why I'm so romantic, is still the nutrient of families, of relationships. Of everything. Of everything. Of everything. L-O-V-E. Of friendships, of yes. companionships, of any relationship you have. In, in, unless you're loving, I mean, don't have kids. Unless you're loving, you're not living. Unless you're loving. I, did I just give you a Simon Says? You, you, and Angie said, this one Boom. I'm going to have to quote Angie. Hashtag Simon Hashtag. Says. <laughs> All right, more of The Rendezvous next with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for being with us tonight. Our social media platforms, if you ever have a, yes. a, you know, a love dating relationship question, you need advice, you want to talk to us about it, maybe we're not on the air at that moment, maybe you just don't feel comfortable going on the air at any time and you just want to do it in type. Yes. Simon and Angie on Twitter. Instagram, Facebook, wherever. Um, and Simon, the reason I bring that up is because we have a great Twitter direct message question that came in. Okay. So let's help this person out. Hey, guys, my fiance wants to do a cash bar at our wedding. So I told him I'd rather do a dry wedding, meaning no alcohol, okay, than a cash bar because I think it's really tacky to ask people to pay for drinks at a wedding. It's a stupid debate, but it's causing... Huge problems for us. Do you think cash bars are tacky? Like, if you want to drink alcohol at a wedding that you should have to pay, do you think it's tacky, Simon? If you can't afford it, it's not tacky. 
You know what's tacky is a dry bar. I don't like it. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't why. drink, so I, I couldn't go either. You I don't could drink, go but at least you don't drink, but maybe your date would like a glass of champagne. champagne. Or, or a wine, or a beer, or a nice shot, whatever it is. Um, to not give anybody an option is tacky to me, because you can do a cash bar, and you're doing that for your guests, even though it doesn't seem like you are, but maybe you can't. Listen, I had a, a big wedding. It's expensive to have a bar. Especially for my friends who like to drink a lot. <laughs> and, you know, to have a, a open bar is very, very, very expensive at a wedding. It's one of the most expensive things you're going to pay for. But, however, I would not wipe it all out because I can't afford it. So if they would like a drink that bad, then you can pay for it. I don't want to deprive I, them of their fun. I agree with you. Yeah. And so a cash bar is not tacky. It's not it would be tacky if, if you had like a $10 million wedding and a cash bar. Like obviously you spent yes. money on everything else. Then and, some, yeah. yeah. Then you don't, want, you don't want to spread the love. Yes. Right. So I agree. So to answer the question, cash bar is cool. Do the cash bar. Hey, don't. There's celebrate. No sh- there is no shame in not being able to afford certain things. No. You're also, you're not just throwing a party for you. You're throwing a party for your guests as well to celebrate with you. People like to celebrate sometimes with a champagne, with a wine, with a beer, whatever. Give them the option to be able to celebrate the best way they like to celebrate. So yes. don't feel like, I would rather go to a wedding with a cash bar than no bar. There you go. I understand. All That's right. totally cool. So, but thank you, whoever you are. Better to celebrate than not celebrate at all, okay? Yes, a little champagne at least. Yes, and Simon and I wish you the best in your marriage and congratulations. Congratulations. And uh, have fun and Cheers to you. Mazel Tov. Santé. La santé. Santé. Yeah, santé. La In santé. French, you say félicitations. Congratulations. Félicitations. Yes, félicitations. <laughs> oh my gosh, I sounded so French, you guys. Félicitations. Félicitations. Perfect. Oh my God. And then santé. Cheers. Félicitations. Félicitations. I'm going to Paris, y'all. I'm going to France, y'all. Um, I love it. So, Thank you for our French lesson. A little French lesson Felicitations. tonight. Félicitations. Félicitations. Congratulations. Oh More of the rendezvous next. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks so much for being with us tonight. We were so happy to be with you. Yes. Um, Simon Marcel, myself, Angie Taylor. We talked a lot about um, relationships. Uh, We had a lot of great calls and emails. Getting a bad gift from your partner. Mm -hmm. That was Amy's call. She, She got a binder. For her coupons on her 30th birthday from her husband. I know. That was the worst thing I've ever heard. One of the worst. Oy. Uh, by the way, if you missed any of these topics, simonandangie.com on the podcast. Um, getting over an ex. That was uh, Stephanie's bonjour email to you that came in at simonandangie.com. Yeah. And also, how to know that you're ready to have a baby. Brian called in making moves in life. I don't know if I'm ready. How do you know when you're ready? That's where your Simon Says came in. Thank you, and you inspired this one, Angie. I said you're not living unless you are loving. Yes. Meaning in life, if you're not loving life, loving your friends, loving, 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 then you're not living. And just this, barely surviving. This child that you want to bring into the world will not be living unless there is loving going on everywhere. Ready yes. to welcome him or her. So make sure that there is a lot of loving with your relationship, with your family, in your life, in this environment, to bring on this new life. Absolutely, I love it, Simon Marcel. That is a, a that's good with friendships. That's good with everything, mm-hmm. every environment you're in. Keep the love. Where's the love? The Where black eyed peas. Thank you. All right, more of the rendezvous tomorrow. In the meantime, like I said, SimonandAngie.com. Check us out there. Also, um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Simon and Angie, our iHeartRadio app. Search Simon and Angie. 
and we will see you tomorrow night. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.